Yo. Hey. Mate, you, you doing, mate? All right? You can hear me all good? Yeah, all good, man. How are you? Very well. Thank you, brother. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. We are live, by the way, just so you know, to the lovely oh, nice. people out there. Oh, it's good to see you, mate. What's uh, What's been new, hey? Well, not a lot. I think spring has finally sprung here in Cornwall. The, the weather's getting better. The evenings are drawing out. Yep. The sun's shining. We've got a bit of blue sky. So everything's feeling good. Can you talk to me about this alter ego you have, this comedy sort of alter <laughs> ego? I need to know more about it. So about 12 years ago, yep. this is a very... So I live in a part of Great Britain called Cornwall, and we've got our own very distinct accent our own language that's very similar to welsh we're a celtic nation and about 12 years ago i entered a competition to win a trip to la and there was an advert on tv from california calling the tourist board for california and it said for your chance to win a trip to la upload your video to da 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 and i did a parody of their video which had like jack nicholson in and they started with their video was people in california thinks People think life in California is all fun and games. Then it would cut to Jack, but it's actually really serious business. And it would go somewhere else. So I did a parody where I just did a Cornish one where we've got a bit like, you know, a bit like Australia. We've got golden beaches, you know, all that, but a bit wonkier weather. And I just did people think people think life in Cornwall is all fun and games. <laughs> So I did that, won the trip, got back. People were like, you've got to make more videos, made more videos. Someone said, do a stand-up gig. And I did a stand-up gig and the rest is history. Really? And you've been going for the last 12 years with that? Yeah, 12 years. And like before that, to be fair, I acted when I was younger. And then, um, and then, yeah, I did a film in, that came out in 2019 that blew up quite big, which... Um, bait, yeah. Led to much, yeah, bait, yeah which led to quite a few more opportunities. Bait, was Bait a comedy? Well, I thought that was more of a serious role. Yeah, it was serious. Yeah, it was very, very serious. But <laughs> like a lot of things in life, comedy and tragedy are quite close together. So mm. um, it was a tragedy, but there's also some really funny stuff as well. So uh, um, unintentionally, the first time we watched the film was with the cast and crew. And because we all knew the film, we all sat in sort of silence, just in awe. And then the second time I saw it was at a film festival in Berlin and um, the audience just roared the whole way through and we were like, no way. It's actually really funny. And, that must uh, be nerve wracking yeah. going in for the first time with an audience and you're hoping yeah. that they respond well, you know? Yeah, really nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. But when, they, when yeah. they finally let loose, I'm sure you're like, yes. Yeah, and then you just relax. You're like, this is great. I can enjoy it now. Yeah. yeah. Did you expect that success for that film? Because I know it won awards and did all sorts of things. No, I, I don't. No, I don't think any of us did. Um, I mean, it's a black and white film, shot on film, on a handheld Bolex camera that you wind up. The director, Mark oh, Jenkins, nice. the writer and director, and he, you know, he's a phenomenal filmmaker, really original. And uh, yeah, we had no idea, and it went on to be nominated for Best British Film at the BAFTAs in 2019. And then it won a BAFTA as well. And um, yeah, it, w it was unbelievably well received. I think because it's a really universal story. It's about people mm. being displaced from their communities as wealthier people move in, which is something that, you know, it's so universal it happens all around the world. It's on my watch list for this weekend. So I'll let you know how I go. Oh, good. Give it a go. Yeah. 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 It's pretty out there. Yeah. So, uh, enjoy. No, I've watched plenty of black and whites like Lighthouse. Like, it seems like it's 
Maybe you started a little trend there because there's a lot of yeah. black and whites come out. The last there is no, yeah. Um, Mark is the he's um, yeah. I mean, he's so massively respected in British cinema, but he it came out before the Lighthouse and before Belfast. Obviously, it's yeah, now, yeah. Obviously, and um, yeah, it's but it, it looks weird. It's everything about it is pretty weird. Does it have the ratio or is it widescreen? Yeah, it does have the With ratio. ratio. Really? Yeah. So you guys yeah. really did pave the way a little bit there, hey? There you go. Yeah, Mark, he, he developed all the film. There's like a couple of frames where they're really crackly. And I love Mark that, though. When he was developing the film in his studio in Newlyn, mm. he thinks pollen blew in through the window and stuck to the film. And when it got processed, you see the flickers of pollen on the film. But I, I prefer that over digital, personally. Yeah, yeah, I find it. Um, really inspiring, yeah. Gives it an authenticity or something. I don't know. I just prefer it over digital, you know, with Netflix and that. We just... Well, speaking of cinema, that's for sure. Speaking of Netflix, you were in um, in the Witcher series, yeah, for an episode there, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I'm at the end of uh, season two. Whoa. Is, that's exciting, right? Come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, it's good, Yeah. Man. I've forgotten what the character's called for a minute. Is that something... Uh, like King Henselt. You, is that something you're going to continue doing? I haven't seen season two, so you might have died. But um... I've not seen season two either, actually. But I need to watch <laughs> it. But um, <laughs> I um, no, I I'm just there. They're talking about finding someone, and there's a big scene that's sort of right near the end of season two. Is that a so, is that a weird experience on a Netflix set? Is there a difference to other sets you've been on? Like, is it more just streamlined, big big budget? What is it that you can tell us? I think really the main difference is um, there's more people. There's like clearly yeah. way more people <laughs> doing lots of really important jobs and they can afford to take much longer getting. So like with yeah. we perhaps we'll have one rehearsal and one go at it, maybe two. Whereas with uh, with Netflix and um, I've just done the House of the Dra the House of Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequels as well, oh. where, you know, it, we can shoot. We were shooting like two scenes all day. Um, it's fascinating, but it's absolutely brilliant. The people are always fantastic, so clever and talented on in front of the camera and behind it. Uh, really slick. They know exactly what they want. And um, yeah, I, I'd say with the bigger productions, it's just more people, really. It's the more people doing lots of work. And then the scale of the productions are just enormous. You walk into these studios and it's just, un, it's just unfathomable how incredible it is to be honest with you are you um do you prefer the bigger budgets or the smaller do you like are you like the balance or i know it's a silly question in a way but sometimes no, no, people I mean, prefer the closed insets you know with less people i i don't mind and um i don't mind at all like this week with i've got a little theater company and we're just re re we're rehearsing a children's show that I toured to 40 schools in Cornwall. We performed to like 20,000 primary age children. And I love doing that. And I'm very fortunate to have to do a bit of all sorts because it's just so much fun. Um, but the, the big production stuff is fantastic because you're, you know, you're so well looked after. Mm. It's, it's lovely. You get a driver and all that. Oh, it's wow. fed and watered and the costumes, like the costumes are also insane on these things. Is that has that rap shooting that uh, Game of Thrones show? I'm guessing it's on HBO. Yeah, I think it's on. Uh, it's going to be on HBO either this year or next year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think they're still going. Maybe I'm not sure. So you can't tell us much. I'm guessing you're just excited. 
excited to see yeah, it. Well, you don't you don't get told much, so yeah, you know, you just get in and you got you know what you got to do and deliver what you got to do, and then you're gone again. I mean, that, but that's pretty cool. You're in Game of Thrones and you're in Elden Ring, both from George R. R. Martin. I mean, not many yeah. people can say that. I don't think anyone can. You might be the only no. one. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's pretty cool, isn't it? You, I think you're the only one. Maybe there was another actor in Elden Ring, but I'll have to do my research. There is plenty of actors in Elden Ring. Yeah. How did how did that come about, working on that game? Because I know that, that that's your first game, right, that you've worked on? I could be wrong. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, I mean, it's like with a lot of auditions, a lot of jobs, you get an audition, you do the audition, you either get the job from that or you don't get the job or you get a, what's called a callback and you've got to do a bit more. And... Um, yeah, I think that that was pretty much it. The the casting people knew what they wanted, um, what they were looking for, and they were absolutely brilliant. And uh, they were look they were really actively looking for regional accents. And um, yeah, they they probably found me through my agency, and I read a bit, and they they really liked it, and they got to to be in it. So you weren't you weren't actively looking to be part of a game or anything. It just sort of fell into your lap, as weird as that sounds. Is, is that yeah, right? Or? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, as actors, we're always looking for the next job. Um, yeah. And the hope it's a really cool one. And this is a really cool one. <laughs> um, but I do a lot of voiceovers for for various, you know, whether it's um, radio plays or adverts. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I, I really enjoyed it though. Um, so I was excited to do it and I uh, was absolutely honoured to, to play play that part. What's the last game you played? Video game. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the last game I played is pretty much the first game I played. Yeah. I was... So I've got one, I've got one favorite game. I'm not interested in gaming particularly, um, but I've got one game I love. So you can guess what it is. Mm. How, how long ago are we talking? Well, how long ago did I play it? I don't last know. Last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Me and my boy play it. We're big fans. Of, Mine Minecraft? Of no, but my boy plays that and my daughter, they play that a lot. I, I don't get Minecraft. There's only one video game I get. Uh, Fortnite. Nope. Mm. Roblox. <laughs> nah, it's Battlefront. 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 Oh. Yes. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm quite addicted to it, actually. <laughs> we play it every night for like at least an hour. And, oh, uh, good on you. We tear it up on there. But Battlefront 1, not 2, Battlefront 1. Mate, clear, clearly want to make that public. <laughs> yeah, my boy loves two, but yeah. I think Battlefront One's better. I do too. I do too. Oh, we, good. Are you a, are you a Star Wars um, fan, like nerd, or is it is that just something you guys like to do yeah. together? Yeah, we we love Star Wars. Yeah, me and my son, we uh, we absolutely love Star Wars. We watch all the films, obviously the spin-offs, the, the animated stuff. Uh, what did you think of the last well, three three main films? Were you were you on the fan side or were you a bit disappointed? Where were you? Um, I was. Um, I mean, <laughs> got my lightsaber here. Oh yes. Oh wow. Is it so, good? I can see a bit of shades of. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love so, that. I mean, I. I my favorite Star Wars film in the end is Rogue One. Mm. I love Rogue One. I've, I was brought up on, the, obviously, the originals. Um, I kind of like... When I 
sat down and watched them with my son, you know, who who grew up with the prequels. As films for the family, they're really enjoyable, but I had to kind of look past how I felt about the originals. And I think I needed to do the same with the last three. Um, but ultimately, I really loved elements of them. I can't believe they had Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford in the same film, but not in a scene together. I know. I, I said the same thing. I thought that was yeah. a little disappointing, but that's yeah, that's all right. But I mean, like it's it's great storytelling. They're huge stories, and they're great family films. But so in the end, um, yeah, I, I I watched the second one in the cinema, and I didn't love it. But but I've watched it, you know, dozens of times at home, and I really liked it by the end. Um, As in the um, the Last Jedi. If that's the middle one of the three, yeah. then yeah. Yeah. It get, I think it gets better with age. Um, yeah. And like I say, they're great films to watch with your kids and uh, oh, yeah. enjoy. And I yeah, I, I, I do. And then, again, with the prequels, there's just tons of that that's really enjoyable. Um, but, mm. yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Rogue One. I do oh, think yeah. Rogue One is fantastic. I think besides the originals, yeah, Rogue One for sure. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. How, how old is your son? Is he going to be able to play Elden Ring anytime soon or is he a bit young? He's 15. Okay. He's here now listening and uh, okay. I'm watching. He's, he's followed you on Instagram for a while. Oh, so, good man. Um, yeah. So um, we've, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if we're into those big map. Is it like a, you know, a huge game that's yeah. across? Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure we will, we will get around to it. Definitely. Definitely. So we've you, got an old Xbox. We need to upgrade. So you haven't even seen your work in this game yet, have you? Only on YouTube. Oh, okay. So you have looked up Godfrey scenes and all that. You've seen a bit of yeah. this. Yeah. Seen a bit of that. What was your reaction? Know. Yeah, I thought it was great. Because you, know yeah. you know this game's sold over 10 million, right? So It's insane, isn't it? Best-selling game of the year. Highest-rated game of the last five or so years or however long. 96 out of 100 Metacritic. People are loving oh. it everywhere. Um so and you, you just and some people just don't know, do they? It's just no. I mean, it's huge. <laughs> like the character I play, he's a, one of the. Is he a final boss of some sort or something? Did someone say or? Like yeah, one yeah, of, he's but, one of the big main bosses there. Yeah, for sure. He nice. he kicked my ass a few times. That's for sure. Really? Can you beat him now? Oh yeah, breeze through. Him, oh yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. No worries. <laughs> so, Amazing. do you remember? doing the voice lines for that in terms of yeah. what what direction they gave you? Did you have the voice straight away? What sort of, how did that all go? Yeah, I think, um, I remember it vividly. It's a fantastic um, studio in London called Liquid Violet. And now the, they produce all the audio stuff. And um, yeah, I had, when we, I did two or three sessions um, and yeah, you just sort of jump in. And like a lot of things with in the booth, you know, there's quite a few people watching, um, mm. like various, you know, loads of, you know, different people from the creative team, and they've, you know, they've got their input. So we were changing little bits of text as we were going, or they were, you know, which is great. But um, yeah, you're kind of getting your lines and reading through it. And I was kind of reading on, and mm. one of the lines was Godfrey gets stabbed in the ribs, dropped to knee, and groans. And then I was like, oh, no, how am I going to do that? <laughs> so in, the, I in the booth, did, yeah. In the booth. 
and then like the big roar like you literally that you can see it coming like there's only one way to do it and that is just give absolutely everything to just see what it comes out but like. i guess when you're doing the raw you're not up this close to the mic are you? you're a bit no nah, you're like i like did it i think i think i ripped my shirt off and no, i didn't but i did you know, <laughs> do the whole thing and yeah, yeah shirt, really shirt came off it. muscles were bulging yeah like, they got the photos and they're like that's our gold free <laughs> yeah and i and i heard that you worked with um you've got a pet lion now as a as a way to get into the role right <laughs> What? I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Godfrey's <laughs> okay. I don't know if you've Just seen he's got a he's got a like a lion as a part of his yeah. yeah yeah. Yeah, I have seen that. It's a pretty it's cool a, design. unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. I remember when they you were recording and then and someone says, Oh, we'll show you a little bit so you can see what he looks like. And I that's when I was like, This is mega. This looks incredible. So they did. So they did show you before you got to record. They showed you. What yeah, but he didn't. Did. He didn't look like he he looks now. They he has changed. Oh, a bit. okay. Yeah, right. But I mean, it, it is. It's kind of funny. Like my my girlfriend lives in London, and she was walking down like Leicester Square with her mum, and the character I'm playing is on the big screen, and she's like, "Oh, look, there's Ed up there." Look. So, uh... <laughs> wow, it's uh, it's crazy. So, is the voice? Did the voice just come naturally? Like. You could do the voice right now, or did you have to warm up into it, or what? No, I think I just sort of jumped in. Because I can and... hear that your voice is very deep, just naturally. So yeah, I'm... so it's that sort of resonance, that sort mm. of put it down there sort of thing. What was even that? Was it? I can't remember now. No, but, um... it was that. It was pretty similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Then we did like. I can listen to it all day. Not to blow smoke up your ass, but um, <laughs> I, I love the voice. It's just so it's I don't know. Shopping list is Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about it. It was very I don't know. Visceral is the word I think of. Yeah, I think that's that what they were looking for. So, yeah, hopefully I yeah gave it to them. Have you have you ever done a voice like that before in anything else you'd done or anything similar? I did an ad for a watch company, and that was quite gravelly, and you know, really, the watches are amazing. They're the best watches in the world. So a little bit yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just give it. What was lovely about this was they wanted, you know, my Cornish accent, my lilt to, to mm. be part of it. So there's just a hint of it. But I think we did a couple of goes until they were like, that's the one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And it only took a couple of days to do, I'm guessing, the whole Yeah, lot. you never, yeah. like you're always recording for not very long, a couple of hours each time, and you're like, I'm doing it and I'm like, I could do this all day. I could stay in here all day doing this. And when it finishes, I'm like, oh, I want to do more. But um, yeah, they're, they're just so generous with time and you're really well looked after. And yeah, so it, I can't remember how many how many hours it took, but it wasn't loads. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good fun. It's one of those industries, the quicker you are, the better for them. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I always think you want to give people what they want and you got to offer stuff. Otherwise, yeah. you know, if you're not offering anything, then you probably shouldn't be an actor. But you've got to say, well, you know, chuck some stuff out there and you've yeah. got somewhere to go from them. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think you did fantastic. I'd love to see more video oh, games. Sure. Maybe Battlefront 3, eh? Yeah. If they do that. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Chewy. Oh! <laughs> Something like that. Literally, That's a I very good Chewy. I haven't heard a good Chewy oh, like that oh, in a while. We're a big... We're big Star Wars fans, man. 
Wow. Yeah, no, you, I think you should do more video games, man. That's just me. But I know it's not easy. Like you can go, yep, all right, time to do more video Let's games. <laughs> well, uh, see what happens. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, let's get some questions here. Anyone in the chat, if you've got any questions for Ed, bring them through. He's my favorite boss fight in the game, and the law is amazing. That's from Billy. Uh, Ultra says, Warrior! I must have been a lion, I'm guessing. It is, yeah. When you turn to the second phase of the fight. I guess I don't know if you remember, but the first fight you're a bit more subdued and then the second you go yeah. a little bit more crazy. It was absolutely postal, didn't it? <laughs> Warrior! <laughs> How did you get into Elden Ring? Did he act in games before? I guess we mentioned that earlier. That was your first game. But it, it came very naturally by the sounds of it. Like you'd done voice work before so it wasn't any it didn't feel like anything new right no it's it's definitely a very different technique to to plays where you know when you're doing plays online or audio books they're all they're all different there's something a little bit heightened with a, a video game it feels like it is it's not overly natural so you have to play it un unnaturally so it sounds natural on the video game if that makes any sense whatsoever, this slightly slower and just a little bit more placed in whatever accent you're doing. Um, but when you're playing the game, it, it all sounds believable, which is the most important thing. Did I you, might be talking out of my arse saying that. No, but. no, no. Did you meet the director of the game, uh, Miyazaki? Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, him? I did. Yeah. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. You know, he's like royalty in gaming and you're like, you probably had no idea, let's be honest. <laughs> so you got... You feel no pressure, but like other people would yeah. probably shitting themselves, you know. Maybe he 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 was super nice. Yeah, real nice guy, and uh, yeah, like he he had a translator there, so he was speaking through a translator, which was fascinating because often you'd be do a bit, you know, tiny bit, and then there'd be quite a bit of chat before it got translated and came through to me to do it slightly different. But it's you know, as an actor, we are people pleasers, so when he was happy. And the rest of his team are happy, and you you know you see it thumbs up, you're over the moon. So yeah, 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 yeah. It must be a good feeling. Yeah. Do you want to do more games? Maybe some motion capture, Ed. Yeah, that would be fun. Have you seen Chewy? Maybe. <laughs> Have you seen the motion capture with the tight suits and all that? Like you've seen that process? Yeah, yeah. I've seen, obviously seen Benedict Cumberbatch do it for um, the Hobbit and all that. Yeah. yeah, it would be interesting to do, definitely, definitely. I mean, quite, I'm quite tall. I'm like six foot four. Same so, here, um, same here. Six, oh, yeah, six four, Big baby. Lamps. Six four, baby. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you kind of lose all perspective on Zoom, don't you? And then you, I've Zoomed throughout lockdown with people, and you meet them, and they're either like really tiny or really, <laughs> really tiny, <laughs> apart from us. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, did you know what you were getting into with this game at all? Did you have any background on the the series or like Souls games or anything like? I'm guessing not, right? No, no, I don't know what Souls games even is. Are. Yeah, <clears throat> um, um, no, none, none at all. It was only when I was in the room with a bunch of people there through the through the glass and um, and telling my son that that I was doing it. He was like, "What Elden Ring?" 
you know, that's when when the kids are thinking it's cool, then you're like, oh, I'm onto a winner now. <laughs> uh, his character was crazy and even crazier first time you try to fight it. Oh, yeah. Uh, imagine Dan in a Star Wars movie. I'd probably be a stormtrooper that get knocks, gets knocked off by Darth Vader. You know when he comes in in Rogue One? I'm one of those stormtroopers that just gets fucked, oh, yeah. fucked up. <laughs> but right at the end of Rogue One. Yeah. I'd take that. That would still be cool. I oh, would take yeah. that. <laughs> I'd take that any day of the week. Uh, I think, was it was it Daniel Craig? That was, yes. He was bon- um, bon- He was the stormtrooper when Daisy Ridley's held captive and yeah. she makes him open the door and drop the blaster. That's cool. That's yeah, and it's unmistakably his voice as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Who do you think will take over from him for Bond? Me. I was going to say no. you, you can't you can't officially announce it yet, can you? No, it's top <laughs> secret. I don't know. I don't know. Um, do you think Idris Elba's got a chance? He's- I would love to see Idris Elba do it. I I think the young lad that plays Spider Man. Do you think he's got a chance, Tom Holland? I think maybe like next time round. I think he's brilliant. But I'd love to see he'll just do it. I'll just do it. I think he would be brilliant. What about your boy Henry Cavill? You you would have met him on The Witcher. Or I didn't not? meet him actually. Oh, no, okay. he does a lot of spy stuff already, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. He, he he could be a good shout actually, definitely. But I um I only got into the Bond films when Daniel Craig was Bond. I think he's been phenomenal. He's been good. Casino oh, so Royale, good. very good film, especially with Mads Mikkelsen as well. I love Mads. Yeah. And Skyfall is fantastic. Oh, as well. yeah. I don't know which one's my favorite out of those two. I'd have to. No, I think Skyfall just pips it for me because Javier Bardem is so amazing in it. Yeah. Um, but you might be right. Um, but Casino Royale is an absolute belter as well. Who directed yeah. Skyfall? It was. Uh... It was um, the English guy that Come did on. 1917. 1917. How do I not know this? Come on, What's Dan. What's he called? <laughs> What's he called? His name is uh, Sam Mendes. How can you forget Sam that? Sam Mendes, of course. Can, how can you forget that? American Beauty, Spectre, yeah. Wow. Who's a director you'd love to work with? Is there any... Is it is it Nolan? Is it Sir Kenneth Branner? Is it Sam Mendes? Like, is there one that you'd just be like, oh, this is unreal? Yeah, all those guys, definitely. I mean, I love Jane Campion as well, the... Power of the Dog and yeah. um, the piano. Yeah, I think she's incredible. Yeah. I think she might win it this year if she has a chance. Yeah, I anyway. think she will. Uh, yeah, I think so. And the guy that directed The Revenant as well, I think he's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's so many amazing filmmakers out there now. And with all the Netflix and stuff, you know, it's just so accessible, isn't it? So you can watch great movies and, mm. yeah. But I'm happy working with anyone. As long as it's good work, I'm happy. As long as it's a good script. Good script and happy days. I love it. So you're based in, where are you based now at the moment? Working out of? So I'm in Cornwall at the moment. You um, are? Which is where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. yeah just outside a little town called Falmouth on the south coast of Cornwall. I might have to go come there one day. Yeah, I'm, where are you? You're in Australia. I'm in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah. Nice. Have you ever been? I've been to... Yeah, I've been, not to Melbourne, but I've been to um, South Australia, to the Copper Coast, which oh, right. is like Moonflower and places near Adelaide. For work or for uh, holiday? 
that was actually work. I did yeah. a little stand-up comedy tour, but a lot of um a lot of Cornish people moved to the Copper Coast because we had a big history in tin and copper mining. So the the Cornish moved out to Australia. So. Oh, so you had a little fan base there that how did they take it yeah, right, when you yeah. came? Was there's it a, there's a big Cornish identifying community in Australia. In fact, your um Prime Minister Bob Hawke from back in the day, mm. he his grandparents were Cornish. Ah. So um, there's a big uh, a big right. Cornish scene in Australia, especially in South Australia, where lots of tin and copper mines are. But then of, I went up to Sydney. Yeah, a lot of people think he was our one of our best in terms of prime ministers. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a great video of him necking a beer at the cricket. <laughs> he was definitely a bit loose. That's for yeah, sure. He's still going, isn't he? He's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, still alive. He's a beauty. Yeah. yeah if anyone then, wants to um, watch, look look up Bob Hawke. Um, on, you, on YouTube, anything, yeah, anything cricket, yeah, yeah, cricket yeah. He he's fast, and he's got a little. He almost looks Cornish. There's, he looks like my granddad, weirdly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's very odd. But yeah, it's a big Cornish identifying minority in Australia, and then, uh, and then yeah, then I went up to Sydney, and the first person I spoke to in Sydney, obviously, uh, I was like massively jet lagged. I was only in Adelaide for two or three days, and still yeah. jet lagged on like day four in Sydney, and. This I was walking out to this um, place to surf called Ferry Bower in Sydney, and oh, this yeah. little dude who's just been about 150 and just spent way too much time in the sun came up to me and said, <laughs> oh, "All right, mate, can you tell me the way to such and such a place?" And I was like, "Mate, I've just got here. I've, I have uh, no idea where I am, what I'm doing." And he stopped me and goes, "You sound like you're from the old country." And I said, "Which old country?" And he went, "Cornwall." And I was like, yeah, I am. He got like, oh, my, my granddad's brother was from Cornwall. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really weird. So there's, like, oh, so much. You do that accent well. You do that accent really well. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, oh, it's all right, eh? Far out. Considering you I, haven't been here very often. Oh. I worked in a bar Oz in London once. <laughs> oh, okay. Back, right. back you know, in the early 2000s, and uh, we'd have... I think the Aussies in the Cornish have got a lot of similarities and, and you know, we're a I bit think cut they, off. They love a beer, <laughs> both parties. They yeah. love a beer. Would, Can I get a VB, thanks? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you think you'll come back eventually for a holiday or what? Yeah, right. I've got um, a cousin who's actually over at the moment. He lives um, in Cairns. Yeah, he lives in Cairns. Yeah. So um, I'd really like to go out and stay with him and then, Hire a camper and drive down like the west oh. east coast, because yeah, we're big surfers. So you've got oh yeah, oh, mate, this is a place to be for surfing. I'd love come to come on. to Melbourne. There's an amazing comedy festival as well, isn't there? Mm, um, so uh, I've heard Melbourne's going to be fantastic, isn't it? Have you heard of Auntie Donna? No. Yeah, they're not. They're an up and coming um, sort of comedy trio. <clears throat> um, they got their own Netflix. They had their own Netflix show as well. Uh, oh no! Twenty twenty. So they've they've gained a bit of popularity. But I'm seeing them tomorrow. So that should be a bit of fun. Oh, cool. Auntie Donna, I'll check them out. Yeah, they're very um, int- they're very different. Let's say that they're very they're they're into ad lib and I think they when they shoot those their short you know short little skits, it's a lot of ad lib. You know, it's a lot of experimenting, mm. but it works well. So. No, look them oh, up. Right. You'll you'll find them funny. In terms of your stand up for in Australia, how did how did that go? Was it all 
like was there any difference in the crowd reception was it do you remember um it was like back in 2015 um oh yeah but no i mean in south australia they were they yeah they like i said there's in fact it was part of a big cornish festival in south australia so they interestingly i thought it would be really easy but when i got there i realized that none of them had ever been to cornwall their grandparents had you know emigrated so does that mean some jokes just get stripped out or definitely i was cutting stuff as i was going or like having to explain it a bit clearer but sydney was fine because um, it was like playing to a home crowd in Sydney. Really. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, it was good fun, and um, yeah, it was just uh, an amazing. I didn't, I didn't come over very, very long, but it was. I stayed right um, in Manly in the corner up there. I forgot one of the like a nice apartment. I love Manly. It's a nice, Manly, nice spot. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. amazing. It was, and the weather. So I. I think I was there in like May time, so the weather weather was still just incredible. Oh. Absolutely fantastic, and the surf was good, and the water was warm, and the food's amazing. Has things been picking up for you in terms of travel lately? You know, because COVID's obviously. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been abroad for since before COVID. Oh, so actually. you haven't? Yeah. I just can't be bothered <laughs> with all the hassle. That's what but I say. Also, yeah. Yeah, it's just like it just feels like I'll miss doing something, and mm. I don't know. I just you got a quarantine, and yeah, you know. but I would love to. Yeah, I definitely need uh, a bit of a change of scene. I think it'd be good. <laughs> but like I say, the weather we have long winters in Cornwall, really. Well, they feel long, and um, yeah, but we've come out the other side of it now, and just just a little bit of spring in everyone's step, and it's warm. So when does when's your winter go from usually? From from like January to December, <laughs> from like I I I always think our winter is like mid November till like the end of February. Oh, geez, that's not really that different to what you said as a joke. Oh no, November, man, December, January, it's like four months, and it's like the clocks change at the end of August, so like it's dark at four p.m. You know? Oh wow. In like November, are we, are we talking torrential rain here, or are we just talking cold all the time? It's not that cold. Um, just we we in Cornwall because we stick into the Atlantic, we get the brunt of all the rubbish weather. So when it does rain in Cornwall, it can sort of stick around for like three or four days or longer. Um, so it will just rain and rain and be really grey and right. what we call it mizzle it's a mixture of mist and drizzle <laughs> so it's like well it's misty and drizzly and like you, you just get wet and it doesn't even feel wet but we can in november the cornish language word for november is mizdu which is the black month and uh it's, it's just dark but it, i i what i love about cornwall is and the british isles i guess is the seasons you know it's nice having variety but by the time you're mid one you well, winter, you're ready for a bit of spring. It doesn't snow, does it, there? Or it does? Nah, not very often. No. We had snow three or four years ago, and we've had some... Yeah, actually, it was about 20... It was 20... What are we now, 22? It was like 2019. Yeah. 2017, it really snowed. Ah. So it was like five years ago, yeah. Really? So yeah. it's just yeah, sort of randomly? Problem. Yeah, it's like got stuck in the car, walked home, but loved the drama. <laughs> so do, do is your son 
getting into acting? Like, is that something you think he'll want to do, or is he going off a different direction? You reckon? Um, no, no, he's not <laughs> interested in going into acting. But and when I do audition tapes, he reads with me, and so does my daughter, and and they're both brilliant. Um, oh, my daughter, that's good. Yeah, it's great. My daughter's doing music at college, so she's hoping to go off to university to do music. But um, yeah, Percy, my son here, he's a big fan of stories and storytelling. So, you know, I could see him being a writer or someone like that, maybe. Maybe. What about a YouTuber? YouTuber? Oh, we've got a maybe. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ultra here says, I don't know if you'll be able to answer this. Let me know if you can't. Uh, what was Godfrey doing during, during the long march? What did he fight and how did he remain obscure for that long? Does that make any sense to you, Ed? He was just living his best life. He yeah. was at home. He's a single dad. He was at home with the kids. His wife was slain in a battle. And uh, he was his own, like, take, doing the school run. Yeah. Lunches. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Battlefront fan, I heard as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was at home playing Battlefront. <laughs> No, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if any of the actors get that sort of backstory ultra when they're doing it. I think you guys just get your script and maybe a we bit do, of backstory, yeah. and, and that's also, about it, really. I know a couple of the actors in it actually. Um, yeah, that we worked together, or one of, the, but one of them was another Cornish lad. A couple of Cornish lads. One of them was called Calvin Dean. Is called Calvin. Yeah, Dean. I'm getting he him on in like, a few days. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Calvin's a beauty. We've just done a little job together in, in here in Cornwall for the BBC, and uh, oh, nice. Yeah, he's an, he's an absolute beaut. Calvin is. Yeah. Have you heard his voice? And he's pretty out there. His character in this game. No, I haven't. I'm on Google it, and um, yeah, he's like I don't know. Like he's like this creature. I don't know what what he is though. It's like I don't know. He's like some sort of creature, maybe like a rat or something. And he's mm. he's just bizarre what he's able to do. It's just great, great performance. But yeah, um, he's a really good actor. Who else did you did you say you knew from the cast? Um, I know a guy called Paddy in it, who I work with quite a bit. Um, he's an amazing actor. He's in a West End show at the minute called Come From Away, which is uh, one of the probably the my favorite show in the West End in London. It's about oh, when yeah. all the planes um, landed at Newfoundland in nine on nine eleven. Oh, and it's, it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. So, uh, Paddy's ace. Um, and there was one other Cornish guy, I can't think of his name, um, in it. Um, but he's he's an actor and he's in the movie called Fisherman's Friends, mm. which, uh, which is cool. But, um, yeah, Harry yeah, here says, movie. Cornish myself, love that they let you use a little bit of the accent, need more representation right. in gaming. Yes, more. Big, beardy, bold Cornishman. How do I nail the accent? Have you got any, like, how do I get that little twang at the end? Am I? So it's like, you've got to think, I don't know when I think of an Aussie, it's similar to an Aussie accent. Like you don't have to move your mouth much. Mm. So you can just like roll it, think east, west. Yep. So you're just sort of rolling it around and you can really land, A's or ah, you know, and. and. Man, what's on here? What's on here? That's it. There's <laughs> a little hint of Irish, but that's fine. I, don't, I can't roll really the tongue at the end. Do I do, I do yeah. roll the tongue? 
yeah, just let it let, chew it around a little bit. What's on here? I don't. I'm, I'm going over to Melbourne for a swim in the sea or something. You just sort of drag it out a little bit. We, but obviously, you guys go up at the end a bit. We just sort of play on through to the end of the sentence. Mm, we we always go like, high at the end, don't we? Yeah. I don't mean to, but no, no, it's weird, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, accents are fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And um, your American was good before as well, I got to say. So you've nailed about four accents oh. just in this interview. That's yeah. not it's an easy thing to do. That's not an easy thing to do. Uh, is Edward a Lord of the Rings fan? Yeah, 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 I am. I am. I love those films. I love the books growing up. Yeah, I, we've we watched them all recently, actually, and I'm really looking forward to the Amazon series. I think that's going to be insane. But um, big budget, <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't believe. I think it's yeah, biggest biggest budget ever. Yeah, for a show, I've read really, somewhere. yeah, ever. Pretty insane. crazy, millions and millions per episode. Yeah, maybe billions. Yeah, I think I think it is a billion. Maybe it sounds crazy. But I think it is a billion for the for the season, which is that's astronomical. Have you it? seen the trailer on anywhere? On I have I have seen the trailer. I'm 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 still a little bit skeptical. Definitely going to watch it. Like there's no doubt. Yeah, but they uh, they filmed that trailer. They didn't. It's not animated or anything. They they shot that. I know. I know. Yeah. Mad. Mad. Yeah. Is that is that a show you'd love to be a part of? I'm guessing. Yeah, at six foot four, I'd make a cracking hobbit. <laughs> I think they'd have to CGI your bottom half, wouldn't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a massive fan. But I mean, they've, they've done just done quite a lot now, and um, over the years, I'm. What is there a Lord of the Ring, Rings video game? Uh, really yeah, yeah. There is a. Um, there's two games called. Uh, Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth, so they're 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 a bit different, um, but there is yeah. There's always Lord of the Rings games, yeah. Property like that, they're they're always churning them out. Mm. But um, we'll yeah. Give it a go. So, is there any um, upcoming projects that you can talk about with us that anyone might be interested in, mate? Um, not really. Um, <laughs> at least you're honest. <laughs> no, I, I've done that thing where I've been really, really busy, but the end's in not in sight. So in about f six weeks, I haven't got masses on, but I've got, you're doing our little, our little children's show, which is all about history and heritage in Cornwall. And, um, yep. and then I've got a, tomorrow I'm doing a voiceover for our local, um, a garden nursery. <laughs> so, um, God, you, you, a, a, you have a, a very a, um, varied work schedule. Yeah. Like, you do everything. Which is great. No, it's yeah. great. And I'm doing a short film uh, called The Gentleman Farmer, where I play the, the gentleman farmer. So, and then a few writing jobs. So, yeah, it's all, it's all good, man. I'm very lucky to do lots of different things. And do you yeah. think you'll work with Mark Jenkin again on something? Yeah, we, we sh we've already shot a film. And, um, oh, nice. It's out pretty soon, I think. It's called Ennis, Maine, and it's about a, a a woman on a on an island off Cornwall, who is, or actually, it might not be Cornwall. It doesn't actually say, but um, mm. she's looking after some local wildlife. It's, it's like an eco horror, and it's really creepy. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, I love a good horror. My, yeah, it's. I've seen clips, and it's. It looks fantastic. I've um. 
yeah, it's a it's a great movie. So yeah, the qu- the question is: Is Elden Ring on the cards? Are you going to rip into it eventually, or are you just saying this isn't for me? I'm out. Have you decided? I think we need to get it, don't we, Paris? Yeah. Yeah, we need to get it. I think even I think you're absolutely right. We need to get it and give it a go. You might get your, like a- you might get your ass handed to you in the first few yeah. hours, but if you push through. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. What's the secret? The secret is... Hmm. <laughs> What's the secret? I don't think there is a secret. That's the problem. <laughs> I, wish, what? I wish there yeah. was a secret. I think that everyone wishes it? there was. I have, yeah. yeah look, have you? I do this full time. So I've, I've played like hundreds of hours. So I've finished it and I've done a hundred videos on it and all that. But um, really? most people haven't finished it because it is that big. And it's only, so what do you do now then? Do you go back and play it again? Yeah, there's lots to discover, mate. It's a huge world. Like, there's so much to do. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, no, I recommend it. But it isn't. Yeah, I mean, it's it will kick your ass a little bit there. But even if yeah. even if you don't, it's good to just try it. You know, being your first yeah. game that you're in. There's never going to be a I'm, first again, is there? No, I tell you what, I think why we haven't got it yet is we've got a local video shop game, video game shop <laughs> called um, <laughs> called Stan's Games in Falmouth. And um, I really want to go in there and buy it with Paris and be like, what's this game like then? <laughs> Who's this guy in the front? <laughs> and uh, we're going to, I think we've just not found the time to go and get it. And uh, But we love going down in that shop. There's always like loads of comics and video games. Yeah, like second-hand ones that we get and never play again. So we'll go down and make make a meal of it, I think, and treat ourselves. Ah, good on you. Um, yeah. Anything you wanted to say to the fans of the game or fans of yourself? Anything quickly? Oh no, just that are watching. Warrior. No. Um. <laughs> thanks for all the all the lovely comments. Thank you so much for asking me to be on your show, man. As well. Nah, it's pleasure, really man. And, yeah, yeah, thanks. I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope it did a good job. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, people will be watching this in, from years from now after beating the game finally. So... They'll say, I can't believe he's James Bond now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he Godfrey now? <laughs> you never know. You never know, hey? Um, <clears throat> quickly, is there anything Godfrey can say to Dan as we wrap this one up? Is there anything, like... Let's pretend I'm coming in. We're we're about to face, face to face. We're about to fight. What would Godfrey say to Dan? You reckon? Oh man, he would say probably something like, "Before I hand you your ass, would you like a cup of tea?" <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you, Godfrey. Yeah. Could you pack my lunch as well? <laughs> We're, uh, we're going to go and get it this weekend. We're going to get it, and I'm going to let you know what we think. Oh, please do, mate. No, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you, mate. And say hi to your son and your kids and everything, and I hope everything's well. And yeah, um, I and wish you can t- continued success, mate. Thank you, Dan. That's very kind of you, and thanks so much for having me on. And um, if I ever make it over to your way, I'll give you a shout and make sure you do the same if you're making it to Cornwall. 100%, mate. Uh, or even within 100 miles of Cornwall. Appreciate <laughs> it's a long way. Uh, no, I do want to get down there eventually, 100%. Um, guys, make sure you follow Ed as well over on uh, Twitter and Instagram. 
the links uh, in the description. And thank you so much, mate. I will talk to you soon. Have Pleasure, a lovely man. night. Take care, mate. Thanks, dude. Lovely to meet you. Take care, man.